0: has always played an important role in the worship of God. Why should God's people sing? It is not merely as some have suggested to prepare worshipers for a sermon. Rather, we sing because it is an effective way to express our adoration, our simplification, our praise, or our testimony. Through song, we praise the Lord and edify one another.
1: Well, bless the Lord. I tell you, this has been an awesome month Of just learning the tools to use that you can be radically thankful unto the Lord. And regardless of how difficult it may seem, you can obey that command of being thankful in all things and then gauging yourself. Putting that gauge out there and making sure you're not grumbling, but that you're being grateful. Oh, yes, it makes a difference in your soul. (laughs) It's been so, so good. So, today, we want to talk about singing your thanks to the Lord. Oh, The Bible says in Psalms 147 and 7, sing out your thanks to him. Sing praises to our God. Ooh, isn't that wonderful? When you learn to thank God for what he has given you, it's an important part of your spiritual journey. So, How do you make gratitude to God an integral part of your life? How is this done with all that comes upon us, all the horrors, all the unexpected things that come, all of the things that come and steal your time away, all that that's going on? How do you make having gratitude to God an integral, integral part of your life? Well, one of the most important ways is to do it by singing. Oh, yes. The Bible says, sing out your thanks to him. Sing praises to our God. Psalms 147 and 7. That's the living Bible. You know, there are few things that make you aware of God's presence more quickly than singing your praise to God. And it doesn't matter how much musical talent you have. Hear me now. The Bible says to make a joyful noise. Even birds do that. And if birds can make a joyful noise, so can we. Mm. You know, Christianity is a singing faith, and there are more songs about Jesus Christ than anything or anyone else, even love. And that's why you need to be a part of a local church. It's not just about listening to a weekly message from the Bible at least once a week. You need the emotional expression that comes from singing thanks to God, and without it, your heart will shrivel. Yes, yes. You can't be a healthy Christian on sermons alone. Now, I'm a preacher and I'm saying this. Oh, yes, because at our church, at praise and worship time, I want to get out there and be in praise and worship. I get get out there and get in that praise and worship. It makes a difference. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. You need both the impression from the message. You need it now. You got to have the message. But you also need the expression through the music. Impression expression. Yes, the message will make the impression. The music is your way of expressing. You need that taking place. Oh, yes. Can you see it? Can you see it? Happen? Impression, expression. Oh, yes. In, out. God is so good. And I've discovered that the times when you least feel like singing, that's when you need to do it the most. When my heart is cold or I need to be renewed and restored and recharged, it's through singing thanks to God. In my hectic schedule, I find listening to music and singing praise to God. It renews my soul. Oh yes! So turn on your favorite worship song, or find a good Christian radio station and sing along. Thank God for all He has given you, and make a joyful noise to the Lord. It really, really works. Oh yes! And as you begin to summon praise to God, I'm telling you now, you can just look up and praise the Lord. <laughs> Yes. Somebody people say, well, why are you saying all this? Why should I praise the Lord? Well, there are two possible readings of the answer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could give you great reasons from my own personal life, but I would rather let it stand on the word of God. And Psalms 27 says, it is good pleasant, delightful to sing praises to our God in Psalms 92 or for he is good, gracious, beautiful in Psalms 27. It could be both. You see, Psalms 135, whichever way a song of praise to the Lord is a lifting, commonly beautiful response to who he is and who he is to you. If God who builds you up If God who rebuilt Jerusalem, Psalms 147, the second verse. Remember what Jesus said too? I will build my church, Matthew 16. He gathers the outcasts, Isaiah 56, John 10. Come on, he heals, he binds up the brokenhearted, Psalms 147 and 3, Isaiah 61 and 1. Oh, I'm telling you, the word of God is just full of what will benefit and how it will bless your soul to praise God the Lord. And don't forget your soul. That's what's going to be the gauge for your gaze mm-hmm. that will determine your outcome. <laughs> you see how it all fits together. Oh yes. Oh yes. Cause and let me tell you, when you begin to sing praises unto him, God will just, he just does things from the uttermost. I'm telling you just all the way for you in all kind of ways. It comes from him yet. Who is this God? Well, look up. He who counts the numbers of the stars, calling them by name. <laughs> oh, Psalms 147, Isaiah 40. We are reminded of the Lord's covenant encounter with Abraham. What did he tell him? So shall thy seed be. Look up, Abram. Look up. Genesis 15. So shall your seed be. Let me tell you, you begin to set that gaze. You'll start seeing the future. Oh, huh you'll look up and God will show you some things that's to come. Look up and begin to sing praises. There is hope also when you begin to praise God. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. God, God began to show you things when you start looking up. He'll show you things just like he told Abraham. Look up. He wanted him to see. He's going to do something that, that was beyond his understanding. He couldn't even begin to number those stars. God will do some things that you can't even begin to understand when you start looking up. He'll just deposit it in your soul. Whew. And people will wonder why you're so happy when they know everything is attacking. Everything's coming against you. You're going through the Eucharistos, the crisis, a horror of your life. And there you are, mm, singing praises unto God. There you are. Oh, you're there. You get there in time to for expression unto the Lord uh, in the services of God. You make time, whether it's in your home, or in your car, whatever you do, you make time to express yourself to God. Oh. It's just so wonderful. And you just know that there is hope because you're standing awe of this mighty God. And one thing that the cross has taught us is that God who is high and lifted up, Isaiah 6, he's the same God who condescends to be God with us, with us, Matthew 1. He lifts up the humble and casts the wicked to the ground. (laughs) That's in Psalms 147 too. You need to read Psalms 147. It is good. You'll start singing a tune. Oh, and you may shuffle your feet as well. (laughs) Well, there's a second summons to praise in Psalms 147 and 7. And incidentally, I got it here in my notes. A third one, Psalms 147 and 12. And hold on, there's a fourth, Psalms 147 and 20. These songs, they're joined with the gentle music of a harp. And David was writing them. Oh, now we're looking up again. Not now to the stars, but to the clouds. And from them to the rain. And from the rain to the growing grass. Oh, the stars spoke of the ongoing work of creation. Whereas the cycle of nature speaks of God's unerring providence over all things. He, you know, he cares. And his care knows no bounds. Oh, He gives food to the beast and he hears the cry of the ravens young. And how much more will he hear the cry of his own? Oh, read it. Read it. Consider the ravens, says Jesus. How much better are you than the fowls? That's what he said in Luke 12 and 24. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. The Lord does not delight in the strength of the horse. He takes no pleasure in the legs of man both of which he may. But the warning here seems to be not to trust in horses for might, nor in our own supposed prowess, because without him, we are nothing. Oh, God wants us to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And his strength is made perfect in our weakness. And even that strength is not an end in itself to serve our own petty purposes, but it is renewed for his service as we wait on the Lord. Then we shall run and not grow weary. Then we shall walk and not faint. Oh, Isaiah 40, 31. (laughs) Well, perhaps that is the definition of waiting on the Lord, holding him in awe and hoping in his mercy. When we do this, then he takes pleasure in us. Psalms 147 and 11. Praise the Lord, for he is great and he is merciful. Oh, let me tell you, people of God, it is a blessing to begin to sing praises. When you start singing, it'll just lift your heart and it makes you merry. The Bible says in Proverbs that a merry heart doeth good as a medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth the bones. You know, I found out that neurosurgeons just caught up with that in the recent years. And it's been in the Bible for thousands of years there for us to gaze upon. And I tell you, they found that out and they started putting good music and and joyful music in the room with those that had dismal or or dire uh, diagnosis. And they found that they got better. They found that they began to be lifted up from the situation that had them so defeated because of the music that was there. You know what was happening? What the Bible said. It was a merry heart that it sat in there. It doeth good as a medicine. Oh, let me tell you, it is a wonderful thing to look up and begin to praise the Lord. You look up and you begin to praise it. It will summon Summon the realities of the world that you come from. And where we come from, we are citizens of the most high God. And God is summoning you today to begin to praise our God. As you begin to praise him, you'll feel shackles breaking and you'll feel the hands of the enemy that's trying to bind you and keep you down. You'll feel that broken heart. Oh, God will begin to mend it. You'll start getting happy. You'll start being joyful. You'll start receiving the good coming to you. Why not begin to sing now? Why not begin to sing some praises? And again, remember, it doesn't mean that you're carrying a tune. Oh, I can't sing. I can't. Don't worry about that. Just let it come up and out. Just come up and out. Oh, the joy that will fill your soul. (laughs) Well, I am Carol Dixon. And my prayer for you is that you live as long as you want and that you never want as long as you live. Look up and praise God. (laughs) This is Dash.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Dash Podcast with Dr. Curly Dixon. We pray that you have been mightily blessed by this message on today. For more information on our resources and how you can partner and support Dash Podcast, log on to our website at curaldixon.com. Net. We are a 501c3 organization, and with your donations and generous giving will help us continue to podcast to your location and around the world, for we are working positively, productively, and prayerfully. Also, we want to hear from you. Let us know how Dash has made a difference in your life. Contact us through Facebook at Carol Dixon. Twitter at I am Carol Dixon or email us at I am Carol Dixon at gmail.com.